All right, this is Unanimous Indecision. I'm Joshua Troop, and it is the best day of the week because you're listening to us, which means it could really be any day of the week, although it's Friday, which means we're talking about Loki episode four, and it's it's going to be a good one. I'm super excited to be talking about this, but before I get into it, if this is your first time listening to us, I just want to remind you all the lovely places you can find us and some not so lovely places. You can decide which are which. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are sold for free. And we are live on twitch.tv slash unanimous indecision where you can join the chat, join the conversation and share your thoughts and theories about whatever the heck we're talking about. Loki, the Bad Batch or whatever movie news topic that or just you could you could choose the topic, you know, that's what it's there for. It's it's an open ended chat kind of. Uh, Otherwise, um, by the way, any of those places I listed are the best places um, they are all lovely places because you can find this podcast. That's what makes them lovely. Uh, but I am not talking Loki episode four this week, despite him constantly running away from me on Wednesdays and refusing to talk about Luca and uh, Fast and Furious and various other movies. He has to go, you know, study or uh, follow his dreams. Um but uh, I'm joined by Ian Rismondo, and hey. uh, I've missed talking to you this week, last week, all weeks. Um, <laughs> even though you were here last week to talk about Loki and the Bad Batch, but uh, <laughs> I do feel like I missed out a lot because I I love the the Wednesday episodes, and I, I really haven't been able to be to uh, many of them. Yeah, no, uh, I'm just kidding. So. I, I'm just yeah. Uh, uh, no, it's uh messing around with you. <laughs> I fear of missing out more than you think because like I love talking about stuff, but also like. I got to study. So I'm just, you know, legitimately upset with you. No. <laughs> <laughs> My paycheck's being cut. Got it. Right. Yeah. You. It. It's cut in half. I'll, How I'll many say ways that. can I divide zero? Uh, at least once. Okay. Okay. Maybe only once. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess you could give multiple people zero. <laughs> <laughs> what a profound thought. <laughs> Um, as a topic for a, another day, uh, today we're going to talk about Loki. Oh, I thought we were here to talk about your centipede murdering spree. Man, centipedes <laughs> are rampant here. Or what about grits? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's not talk about that. Do they eat grits on the island? I wouldn't think that. I have grits in my pantry. You get a barrel of those shipped down to you? Uh, I have. I mean, everything shipped here, but no, <laughs> there was. There were in the. Oh, that's they cool. Were in the grocery store. I they have something. I, I guess Quaker everything. makes grits, so you could get them like next to the oatmeal or something. Anyways, um, that's maybe why you listen to us, but that's not what we're going to be talking about for the next hour. Um, <laughs> I am going yeah, I'd to, like to uh, I like to meet the people that listen to us for the first three minutes to our banter and then the moment <laughs> we get to the topic they turn it off. <laughs> uh I am gonna put this out here. Uh there is a hurricane like traveling a couple hundred miles south of me. Yeah, like yeah, hurricane so. Uh, Elsa. So Hurricane Elsa. So yeah. uh if I lose connection at any point in time, it, either my internet went out, my power went out, or both. Uh, right, and it probably so, won't be coming back, and we'll finish up the show, however that goes. Yeah. But um, hopefully yeah, not. Hopefully we can put a. Yeah, yeah hopefully not. But I just wanted to put that out there. So if point. I just disappear, you're not like, oh, I don't know what happened to him. 
<laughs> he, he there he goes again <laughs> yeah just ghosting me no <laughs> yeah he decided he had enough mid-episode just like all right i'm gonna go i'm, I'm done i'm tired of your takes <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah this week we are talking loki episode four where we're over the halfway point or two-thirds done with this show and um so wow what an episode this one was this one this so so much happened it, this was a full episode like this episode was like the answer to last week's episode and don't get me wrong yeah. i really enjoyed last week's episode but uh is kind of a i don't want to say linear but uh <laughs> it, it, it was pretty pretty one note um maybe, maybe two notes but uh it, it was but i think last week's episode was very important uh because their entire journey on or their entire time on lamentus one was a nexus event which is the title of this episode that we're talking mm-hmm. about now uh it might not have seemed super important at the time because like they were trying to just get back to you know any sort of like messing around with like they just needed to tap yeah. ahead they needed to charge it or whatever <laughs> but them surviving them doing this is literally the cause for basically uh spoiler alert perhaps the downfall of the tva right yeah have you ever seen a branch like that (laughs) i ain't never seen a tree like that one (laughs) that is Uh, interesting wait which you you bring up a good point talking about branches uh two episodes ago uh sylvie detonated her reset bomb yes is that what we're going to be calling it? I, that uh, feels like a charges, good name. I believe too. is what they're called. Yeah, yeah, but that's like one of them. But like the fact that they they say like she bombed the sacred timeline, like the reset mm. bomb. Is that? I feel like that's Maybe. a good name. Um, if you use multiple of them at once, the secret the time, the sacred timeline bombing. Maybe I don't know. Not to be confused with the secret timeline. <laughs> right, which is what I almost said. Uh, <laughs> the secret timeline is where Sylvie comes from. <laughs> um, but yeah, they uh, that bombing where like all the TVA got deployed or whatever, and ended up resulting in uh, Loki and Sylvie running away to um, Lamentus. Uh, Lamentus one, I agree. The one should be there. It, it showed up. You should have to refer to it that way. I agree. You're well, right. The one. It, if, if we use Star Wars logic. There is Yavin and there's Yavin 4, and one is a planet, one is a moon. <laughs> well, that, that's actually the case. Right. So, yeah, that's, that's the case in Marvel Comics. That's specifically right. why uh, it should be referred that way. And that's, I, I think, a couple times that Lamentus was mentioned, Lamentus 1 was mentioned this episode, but specifically without the addition of the one. Like mm-hmm. they just called it Lamentus. And I'm like, well, no, Lamentus is what's crashing down to the, right. crashing down on the moon. Small so, the planet's crashing onto the moon. Yes. That's why we don't live on moons, people. That's all I'm saying. No, right. <laughs> you never know That's when what... that planet of yours is just gonna bite your back. That's why Elon Musk is going straight to Mars. We're skipping the moon. <laughs> yeah, because Mars has two moons and they're the size of like a quarter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so she bombs the sacred timeline, and the TVA deploy all their their troops yep. and whatnot. I guess that's just resolved. No, right. I, I think that's what we're supposed to assume. Do you think it's not assume. resolved? No, I think we're okay. supposed to assume because there was no follow-up. Like every other time that like a Nexus event has happened, it has been Sylvie causing one on purpose 
to get TVA agents to show up, like the Minutemen, mm-hmm. so that she can take them out and gather reset charges. Her whole goal was to get them out of the TVA so she could go and uh, right. confront the timekeepers. So the best way to do that is, yeah, to let them fix the, the, the fix the other Nexus events. And remember, them going to Lamentus 1 was not one of the ones that she set off meaning right that, that's an apocalypse that, right that, that so, wasn't that at the time wasn't a, a variant so a I'm, i assume that every single one of the, the the branches that she caused via the reset charges were all fixed all yeah. of them <clears throat> but it got the hunters out of the way uh for right time. and had loki not followed her she would have right. maybe succeeded in finding out what she thought she was doing didn't amount to anything because of what it actually was and is what we found out this episode and it was really cool Yay. and um wow but uh before we get into that because that was kind of the end of the episode but uh <laughs> yeah let's jump right to the end uh where, where did this episode pick up because i i i only so watched this episode this episode started uh actually on asgard oh right right a, the flashback young, yes yeah. with a young sylvie yeah, um, and it addressed a lot of things we were bringing up last week about uh, Sylvie's backstory. That we were like, she had to, she has to be a variant from like the very beginning, some very early. She, yes, and I think, and it, it, they talk. She actually, Sylvie addresses a little bit later because she asks, um, "What was the next event that she caused?" Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not given an answer, but I think we're led to assume that it was literally just her being born. Like the the whole yeah. the whole issue was her being born because she was supposed to be born male. Uh, right now, if that's the case, why did the TVA only show up when she was like eight or something? Would they show up right. immediately? <laughs> yeah, that that is it, weird because if if all of ti- if all of time is planned out to where you know Loki needs to be uh, male so that he, so he can do all the whatever he can be well, a. Servant of Thanos I, and I go on to lose and lose and lose. Initially, I thought about it as the like... The moment you know that... Go ahead. The moment the moment you know that Loki has been born female, that should be a cause yeah. for a Nexus event. You sh- it shouldn't wait eight years. Right. Now, granted, time runs differently to the TVA because they can hop in anywhere, but... That so because shouldn't... I think that the timekeepers aren't actually writing the flow of time and they're very reactionary to things and they're um so okay and, and like they 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 don't actually know how all of this ends it's more than Can just I... deba- un, un, unwinding the ending of this because of all that i kind of think that they like they didn't necessarily know that Loki being born a girl was a Nexus event. And so they let it play out. But then by the time she had turned eight or whatever, um, or enough things, eight, eight years old in Asgardian years, um, then like, yeah, enough things had diverged to where the branch was like irrecoverable. And so, then they were like, all right, clearly we got to clip the branch. Although you make a good point though, is why are they clipping the branch way out here? Shouldn't they be clipping it? her birth or at her conception like right uh, because time flows differently and that's the point that's a good point even if they could like if they had let it play out enough to to realize that was the issue can they that actually brings up a good point when a branch occurs can they not go to the instance that it occurred at because if they can and they do usually 
then that would make that would kind of lead us to believe that the Nexus event started. See, it, goes, it goes to while the whole she's playing there. Like it, it doesn't make sense for sure. And it goes to the whole thing of the the TVA like acknowledging time. Like we'll pick I this up wanna... tomorrow. We'll um, right. What your other examples of that word? Uh, he said we'll do this tomorrow. Um, I don't remember now. I something about uh, not today or or something. Or, yeah. And so like I kind of feel like with that that like. <sighs> Time, time is passing in the TVA. It might be somewhat parallel. I, I don't even know how to say it because it's hard to explain. I can like visualize it and understand it, but I, I don't know if I could explain it very well. But basically, time is passing in the TVA. Yes. It's just because it's in a different dimension. The quantum realm, if people want to. Uh, <laughs> if you want to say that, whatever. It's in a different dimension. And then you have, let's just say, our universe that, you know, has a flow of time is what it is. So you're saying that basically as a day passes for them, like eight years passes for us? Not even necessarily. I mean, it might be a day to a day, uh, to, to be honest. Um, it, it, it's arbitrary. But their perception of time I, is different. I don't even think you should necessarily think of it in terms of days. But like if you go to like the smallest frame rate of the universe... <laughs> the smallest measurable time step mm-hmm. um, that like those are actually equal. Okay. And so they're traveling at the same time. So when something cracks in our universe, when a branch forms, there's a nexus event and it starts breaking off. It happens wherever they're living present time for them. It then happens to them. Even if it happens in 1508 in our universe, uh, because they're in a different dimension, so they kind of see all of our time points at the same time. Uh, they're basically fourth dimensional beings. But uh, well, I'll continue. Uh, <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um, and then, like we've all seen Interstellar, right? Basically, the bookshelves. Y'all get that? Yeah, but that was if you didn't know, that's beings. what it was. Sure, fifth dimensional beings, right? Because in order to interact with the yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> but so basically, uh, it's it's the whole bookshelf idea. The, the TVA are just playing around with the bookshelf. They have that whole library of documents. Those are the bookshelves. Um, <laughs> uh, and so basically when they see a, a Nexus event causing a branch in some arbitrary year, 12, 15 or whatever, um, they see it in their present time because they can see all of our times. And then as they're getting ready to go send it because they're, time still passes at a constant frame rate that our time passes at they do have i don't know five minutes or depending on the event eight years uh, <laughs> to go pick sylvie up kind of thing uh, uh there's probably a lot of fl- flaws with this but like several minutes ago now you said um that the timekeepers are very reactionary uh, yeah. they don't necessarily have a full thing um like all the time planned out uh, i think that you might be on something a little bit with that because it does seem and the only reason i'm bringing that up is because they claimed to be otherwise yes uh (laughs) it does seem potentially like what i'm kind of running with right now is that uh they can see possibilities kind of in the same way that the chosen one can um that she can she can see ancient one one, yes not chosen sorry (laughs) i was like uh (laughs) (laughs) the harry potter can okay yeah yeah yeah. uh they can see scamp they can see like if we go with uh young sylvie there's mm-hmm. many different branches that her life could take right uh, and so 
the timekeepers have an idea of what they want time to be. Again, not right. necessarily they're they're not dictating flow. They're they're deciding. Maybe they are dictating whatever, but they're deciding this is what I want the outcome to be. Yeah, yeah. And so they're looking eight, at the multiple choice quiz, and they're and so eight year old Sylvie. She's basically a stem cell. She has a bunch of different uh, possible ways that she can uh, proliferate and di- differentiate. Like any child. Uh, wow, what a, <laughs> but what a wonderful once, thing to say. Uh, so let's like as she was born, the timekeepers are just helicopter parents for the sacred timeline. Is that what you're trying to say? (laughs) Uh, But once they realized that, like, how she had developed whatever was too far, like, the pathways were being closed off to what they wanted to occur, that's when they stepped in. So that could potentially allow for her being eight when they stepped Mm in-ish. Yeah, but now I'm going to think of her as eight years old, but we have no idea how old she is. Right, 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 right. But if, like, the problem was that, like, Let's say this is all kind of just a ridiculous argument anyways. But um, if like, okay, Loki being born a girl maybe was 30% likely to go down the route the timekeepers wanted the universe to go. But if Loki being born a male, I guess they give it that chance to see if it will fall in that percentage. Why waste waste effort? But then... But then why reset it the whole eight years? Why not just see if you can flip the coin five times until you get into that 20%, you know? Because if it was such a low percentage chance, then you'd think you'd change that right away and just be like, that's not even worth, that's not a path we should even consider going down. Something else doesn't really make sense either. Um, And it's that, what is the radius on the reset charges? Right, we that because, hasn't quite been defined yet, and and the reason I bring this up specifically is because in previous times, like with the Renaissance Fair and whatnot, we assumed that like, oh, it wipes out. Um, I guess it wipes anyone's mind that's nearby, or maybe it doesn't. Who knows? Uh, but it, it gets rid of all anachronistic um things. So any materials, any weapons, anything that shouldn't be there right. in that time gets removed. I so <clears throat> for for young Sylvie, her toys disappeared. Now, does that continue? So if, if her toys disappeared, she disappears. Does that mean that Odin and Frigga, wherever they are, are just like, don't have a daughter anymore. Let's, uh, you, you want to go adopt another frost giant? Or, <laughs> well, look, or what? <laughs> right. Or does it Except they're both wipe like... out, does it wipe out the entirety of that universe? That bird? I'm going to argue that yes, based on what they have said so far and their mapping of the sacred timeline. So we see it, it, so we see the, the we see the radius of the charge go That one like was a couple an eight meters year a bomb. And okay. <laughs> um, because if it does wipe out that entire branching universe, like if if it is a little bit separate, it's not it's not simply like you can reverse time and and get back to it. It is now a new universe. And so if it does if it does get rid of it entirely, then that little radius that we saw that was going at like a couple meters a second, or maybe less than that, has to cover the entirety of the universe. Depending on to, what to the the, uh, the anachronism is. Well, if um, it's well, the the anachronism itself makes a separate universe, right? It's a, a separate branch of a timeline. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> so for yeah. them to snip it off, it would have yeah. to reset. It would just wipe it out completely. More or it's less, like, yeah. Yeah, I guess I agree with you. It's like cauterizing the timeline. You have to get rid right. of get rid of it entirely. I think I agree with you. Okay, so hopefully it picks up in speed because that's that's pretty slow. Yeah, yeah, no, I actually I I agree with you completely because I think the moment that that dude shows up late to work in their terrible example, um, yeah, it makes a separate timeline and now there's two universes. Right. So 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 I agree. They 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 reset it and they just wipes it out completely. Yeah, they're genocidal maniacs of universes for sure. They're basically 
I wonder if they'll make a connection to the Beyonders. Maybe not now, but maybe maybe vice versa. Have if they ever introduce Beyonders, have them make a connection to the TVA or something. Okay. Um, Interesting. That that might be an easy way for them to try to explain the Beyonders. Even though it's not like the TVA make any sense. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> So contradictory um, everything they do. Uh, yeah, but I guess not, now a lot of the contradictions make sense at least because uh, the the uh, the robots that are working and no, I'm not talking about the robots that are working. I'm talking about the people that are actually just people uh, <laughs> that they're they're also variants. Um, and a big the, reveal that you just casually mentioned. And that was they're a big ultimately this uh, the the variants who are the the workers. Uh, Mobius, just a variant of some jet ski rider. <laughs> I, I hope he's just like Johnny Utah from Point Break has moved on to jet skis or something. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so so Mobius, the next big wave. Mobius, and everyone else in the TVA being a variant, uh, they. I don't know. I just think like, I, I guess that that to me makes it a little bit more sense that the stuff they've been telling Loki was was wrong because they were lied to. They're just they reciprocating. That their minds were wiped and they're just reciprocating the, the manuals. I also don't know? think it was necessarily just simply wiped. I think it was like clouded because we specifically get the term like her mind was clouded. Like it's uh, yeah. It's not. It's not necessarily. It's more than just. Oh, good, good, good point. It's not. Well, I mean it's, that is it's brainwashing it's not it's not wiping wiping was the yeah wrong okay there we go um, um but i think now that we know that everyone who works there is a variant uh that makes even less sense that we only see humans. except for casey who who is in charge who's behind it all he casey's in charge if that is the case and we <laughs> Dude. call that two, or i'm one, gonna lose it <laughs> you'll know you'll know the day of even if you haven't seen the episode there's no way i'm not spoiling <laughs> <laughs> man if that is the case i th did we call that week one did we say that not as i called oh, yeah, but like we, yeah we put that forward. yeah, yeah. I, I threw that so, into the the internet week one and i was like what if casey's behind it <laughs> yeah uh so if that's the case you heard it here first uh but it now makes even less sense that they're all human because they specifically we get the line from mobius we they brought in kree they brought in titans and they brought in vampires right so why is the tva not staffed by Cree Titans and actually those are small potatoes. I mean Titans maybe not so much, but um <laughs> Titans is a good choice. But like why is your your TVA staff not cosmic beings and gods like you're Odin saying that and you're telling me that ego has never once deviated from the sacred timeline and all that right. he has tried to do or anything that he's wanted to. And you have your fair choices of Thanos's, Odin's, egos, uh living tribunals. And you never choose for them to be TVA agents. <laughs> because, like, this is something you said it's a couple weeks ago, that there is no way that the TVA, the Hunters, could take out Thanos, even without yeah, any infinity. We watch Loki easily beat them up. Right. Both of them. And <laughs> we, we watch Thanos beat defeat Loki, as well, with some stones, but also Hulk with none. Yeah. He only used the stones on Loki, just to, you know bm well yeah to like to hold him in place just to in the in the fight early right. i mean he had already right. just he just fought the hulk too the, right. the hulk fight was first so he was, was like all right i'm a little winded from that even though i beat him i'm a little winded 
That was so I'm gonna just choke you out. <laughs> but yeah, why? So, so Loki, someone who can defeat humans with with pruning batons, easy. Mm-hmm. And you decide to use humans as your your hunters that to to right. capture titans. Humans are like some of the weakest species in the Marvel universe, like outside of like our creativity and our innovation. But like, if like you physically. take if you take away our superheroes, what we're a pretty weak species on the. We're just the, genius billionaire playboy philanthropists. <laughs> all of us. <laughs> like the Kree are led by a super artificial intelligence being, and are all united as a species um, in some cultish empire. And then the scrolls have shape shifting abilities. The, I feel like that'd be pretty useful. The Shi'ar, the Shi'ar Empire, as part of their race, have like superpowers. <laughs> like, like they're like kind of an amalgamation of races. Like, okay, and, actually, actually, so I can I can come up with an idea potentially for why they only use humans. Okay. Uh, and it, it's going to be completely flawed and very easy to pick because apart. they are unruly and therefore cannot be ruled. Uh, because their minds are easy to cloud. Yeah. Maybe, but because like if you if you capture some deviant titans, titans might be a bit harder to brainwash in, into joining your your time cult. Um, and if that's the case, then... you got to print out enough brochures, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a pyramid scheme. Hey, look, I tell you, I feel two, like you could get Korg on board in a heartbeat. <laughs> that being Once said, you recruit Korg three more never people. Have, dis- <laughs> have strayed from the timeline. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just like I just want to see one scene of the TVA trying to take down Thanos. Just one. Yeah. Pre stones. You know, just just you know, an easy ten on one fight. You they know. they walk in with their, their confidence that they walk in every single time they they show to something, and Thanos just looks at them, and he pulls out his double double edged, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his massive sword. Right. Um, now, yeah. do, okay, does that pruning baton does that work on that doesn't work on inanimate objects, right? That that only. I mean, I guess it works on your clothes with you. It does work on clothes. Your clothes don't. S- stay it's behind fair. it's that's not fair. it's not the you going into the force we've just never seen well no because his uh, cart got pruned casey's cart got pruned right true so there we go okay where does so, the cart go all right let's get into the end of the episode <laughs> um if you haven't never caught on by now i definitely forgot to caveat this but uh <laughs> i think we don't every- spoil things here yeah, I think uh everything else isn't a spoiler compared to what we're about to talk about um yeah the the we spoil things here all right continue um (laughs) i won't give my normal spiel since we're 27 minutes into this (laughs) uh but yeah so uh loki dies is that he he now beats colson again or he's tied with colson oh is he tied with colson let's see so he faked it in thor Thor two. Yeah, so Thor Thor he falls through the wormhole. Yep. Thor two, he gets stabbed. He gets stabbed and dies Thor, on Svartalfheim. Thor uh, Ragnarok, he doesn't die. Um, he doesn't. So it's just three. It's this three. is number four. This is four, yeah, because because three was his actual Infinity death. War, his actual yeah. death. Yeah, I think that's right. But Colson thing had five, didn't he? Colson has his first one, which everyone yeah. knows. 
Yeah. And then just in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> uh when's his first death in agents of shield it's not till like season five it is, is season, it season five. five in season five he dies with like the fear dimension thing right or he's supposed to or how does that work um <laughs> i i think we counted at one point it's either four or five deaths that he has i mean if we count all the lmds <laughs> it's like 12 um <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of lmds uh the timekeepers do you think okay. that one line about from from the dude who is at like the basically the the security scanner the metal mm -hmm. scanner yeah is, do you think the line about are you sure you're not a, a, a robot or an android yeah. or whatever is because okay. of this uh, I, I mean, I think it was setting up with it. I think it was also, I even back then when we were talking about episode one, I was talking about how it's very reminiscent of the comic book, how all of the TVA yeah. Minutemen are robots. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in this case, it's kind of like a, a flip of that. Right. Um, right. Instead of but, the Minutemen uh, being robots, the Minutemen are variants, and then the Timekeepers. The Timekeepers are robots. Yeah. Um, which I guess that's fun. I guess they're afraid of other robots kind of thing, maybe. Potentially. Although I have the distinct <laughs> feeling that I definitely thought a lot of those lines though about the, the robotic timekeepers were like really bad uh burns on vision. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man. <laughs> but yeah, so like we get that the timekeepers are are robots at least the ones that we see the, the ones that are like right. shown on the pedestals on thrones the ones that real. the minutemen talk to yes are specifically ravana right uh and the others who are in the the guards that are actually in the room right. um i am very curious about how much ravana actually knows i, yeah, I am, she keeps going she even, keeps even going after, even after the she gun. keeps going she also knows that c20 uh like she watched the, i right. guess she watched the interrogation you get right. she she, she covered it up right she covered it up that that their variants so she knows that at least she knows <laughs> that mobius and c20 know their variants mm -hmm. and likely knows that the others are variants is right. she a variant too yeah i don't know um and then b15 also figuring it out which is exciting yep um that was that was a good scene i enjoyed that and then <laughs> but oh my gosh the the when mobius is looking at the tempad um i assume every time they're looking at something it's just the tempad i i assume it can yeah, do everything um but uh when he when he's looking at it and he's watching the video of like the court hearing of c20 and c it's shocking c20 speaking very coherently which we were told otherwise right um <laughs> and then um and it's kind of like the equivalent of black and white right uh and <laughs> the 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 screen like Ravana moves into screen, looks straight at the camera, <laughs> and then it like he like pauses it and zooms in, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, it's like cut in the act. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, no, that's a good point. I do wonder if she she knows a lot more than she's letting on because she covers it up. She keeps fighting. The the robot thing isn't necessarily shocking to her, maybe. It didn't seem like it was. Uh, or if it was, she recovered very quickly and decided. Or yeah, the, the, the brainwashing is is too strong. <laughs> that is another option. Um, that's uh, but if that's the case, and we now know that the timekeepers, the almighty timekeepers, at least the ones they present on the outside, are fake. Right, the statues uh, and everything. Who's in charge? Casey. Casey. Uh, which would make sense. So my my theory has would been... Would make sense? Uh, well, my theory, it makes sense kind of, or at least he fits the bill. Because I yeah. think that... It, uh, kind of, it's very similar to what you said before, like with the Wizard of Oz, Man Behind the Curtain. Uh, yeah. When you like project outward the, these like three uh, all-powerful omniscient beings they're fake it turns out that it's like a very feeble very small right it's typically the exact imposing. opposite of yeah the idea. so yeah and that's why i think casey fits the bill because he is the exact opposite of that so if he was in charge it i wonder though if it is another alien or something i think it's going to be like some frail physically not imposing that being, being said beings. though <laughs> Maybe not physically imposing, but they still are like a crazy cosmic being of the multiverse to have this level of power and influence. Right. And, and it's not all, who it's could not that all be? Up. It's not all like, made Even up if either. it's Casey, it means that Casey's actually. Casey blank. actually is something else. Right. Uh, but, and, and to confirm, to kind of go, go with that. There is actual power here because they can tell the flow of time. They can at least decide what mm -hmm. goes on across the entire universe. They are actively doing something to the right. Universe. So it's not like it's not like some schmo walked in yeah. and said this is how it's going to be. Like no, they do have cosmic powers, and we know it's real because WandaVision has changed. No, <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> there was an next uh, event. Yeah, I want you to go listen to what I was talking about on Wednesday if you're curious about how WandaVision changed. It wasn't that big of a deal, I'm be honest. Don't 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 think it was such a huge thing. But if you're curious, um, <laughs> go listen to Wednesday's episode. It's in the news stuff. But um But yeah, like I I mean, I'm not the most knowledgeable person about Marvel stuff, but I, I know a lot of the I know I know a lot of the sur I know a lot of the surface level stuff very well. And so some of the deeper cuts are a little harder for me to pull, but like, you don't I mean, know I all 900 characters that Sony has to make movies. Um, well, I know one of them is like Peter's oh, roommate for a week or something <laughs> in the comics. But um, uh, yeah, I just like, I don't know who this would be if it is Casey. I hope it's like, uh, what's his name? It, this, the, <laughs> I know this is a character I think from Swamp Thing also, so I don't want to say it if, <laughs> if it's not an MCU thing. Uh, but I think it is. Yeah, so the stranger ah, is the one okay. I might be hoping for. Or I think there's also the traveler, which maybe makes more sense. Um, although he's definitely being very influential. No, this is a different character that I'm thinking of. Uh, so either way, yeah, you're may, saying, maybe you not traveler, but uh, but, are you but saying stranger, one of, one of the elders of the universe. Now it's crazy that they would have this kind of power, but I guess that would mean that maybe it is all fake and they're just trying to teach Loki a lesson or something. But um, <laughs> more or less, 
Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going on. That, that's why I have a hard time believing it would be an elder of the universe because it has to be a multiversal being, which like is crazy. Like I, I don't. There's not that many of those. <laughs> there's uh, like the one above all, and because <laughs> uh, there's like different versions of Lord Chaos and Master Order. There's different versions of the Living Tribunal. Different versions of Galactus. Different ver like there's different versions of everything. It could just I be could the Beyonders. That 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 could be one. I could see this yeah, potentially the, being that that would be awesome. I think if let's say Casey in this example, that it is Casey and that could work too. Um, so it's, so the first beyonder we ever meet in the comics is a baby beyonder. Now, yes, he's an adult, uh, but like they, they consider him an infant in power because his, uh, entire body was split in half into the okay. cosmic cube or even more than that. It was like, basically, I don't remember what they, they explained the split in one of them. It was like 40% into the cosmic cube, 50% into the beyonder that we met. And then like 10% into molecule man. Uh, because he was like the nexus event that connected all the universes together. Uh, <laughs> like it was like in every universe, this thing happened. Uh, because Molecule Man was like a bomb of the universe. Man, Whatever. When you say Molecule Man, yeah. I think of Particle Man, the song by There May Be Giants. Nice. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I guess that could be cool. If like, let's say it is Casey and it's just like this underpowered Beyonder just completely messing with the multiverse and Loki fixes it and then all the Beyonders are like, now we all get to play, <laughs> which is not good so for humanity. Um <laughs> If 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 we are following that, if Casey is a or whoever is like a, a, a child beyonder, um, or an immature one, yeah, does, that, that that's does, a good way of putting it. It's a level of maturity. Does that prevent the other beyonders from like? Could this immature beyonder prevent like have absolute power over all of time? Yeah, I mean, like all the beyonders kind of do, and so but yeah. But could could another one step in and be like, no, like you you've had your fun, like this is right potentially. Um, but I guess like I don't know, they didn't in the comics the first time, so or the second time for that matter. Uh, the second run was very weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he became like just a common criminal just to find because he wanted to be a superhero. Because after he so the first one. This is kind of all the setup for like Secret Wars and the thing, the big event that everyone always talks about that Marvel should eventually build up to. But the thing is, you have to build a multiverse in or first in order to destroy it. Um, that's typically the way it is. I mean, I don't know about you, but like otherwise, it's just terrorism. Um, and then the, uh, but so basically, the the first time this Beyonder comes, he destroys an entire universe. He destroys an entire universe and he plucks like fragments of that universe and makes a whole new world in our universe, in Earth 616, I'll say. Um, and then basically grabs a whole bunch of heroes and a whole bunch of villains and is like, hey, I just want to know which one's stronger, good or evil. You know, he's like a kid. He just wants to know. Um, and they duke it out and he learns that good is stronger ultimately. Uh, throughout a various series of backstabbings and <laughs> um, 
And so then the second run, he comes straight to Earth and he's like, hey, I want to be a hero because good people win. And so he tries his hand at being a hero, but he doesn't really know how to be a hero. So he's really bad at it. And so he really screws up. And then he's like, fine, then I'll be a villain. <laughs> but but instead of being like a super villain at first, he starts being like, uh, 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 like, I don't know. <laughs> like a, a manager of like porn films or something <laughs> like it's very weird he becomes sure. like just like this weird criminal that, that is like managing people um but then ultimately he realizes that like sometimes people will displease him and that's not a feeling he likes so then he enslaves the whole human race so <laughs> and he goes full full super villain but um but yeah so like going back to that first one you know the the one that was actually a good story um that he just on a whim destroys an entire universe and so like just to find out which one's stronger good or evil playing around with the toys that are in quote unquote our universe the main universe um and so like yeah i suppose the other beyonders could do something about it but they're not very likely to um, interesting I think there was also a thing that maybe they couldn't have. I, I don't remember very well, but I remember there was a thing that like the molecule man experiment, like kind of also released that beyonder. So I don't know if the other ones could leave on their own or not, but then it was like a big time bomb that would release them all ultimately. And then Dr. Doom had to be the hero and kill them first. Um, Interesting. Time bomb. Where have I heard that before? Can't think of it. Yeah, no, I think I made it up myself. Yeah, you're very creative, you. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's definitely an interesting theory. I, I don't necessarily know if it's going to be Beyonder. I have a feeling it's not going to be. I just uh, like who who else could it be? I don't know, man. I don't I don't know if I have an answer of like who else within like Marvel comics that this could be. Because um, it, it can't might... be someone from within a universe unless they're tweaking the character, which they could do. It but... could. It's unlikely, considering now we've we've gone to the trouble of learning that the timekeepers aren't real and that the TVA is basically a sham. But I was saying there could be actual timekeepers, but those aren't the real bodies. Um, but I have a feeling it's not going to be. Like there's not going to be a race of timekeepers. <laughs> there, there are timekeepers that look exactly like the timekeepers we met, but aren't robots. They're actually just like 15 times smaller. <laughs> yeah. They're the size of toddlers, but they still look like that. Um, it's like the but, first time we see Snoke and everyone thought he was a 70 foot tall being. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Something that uh, is curious to me is how the time cell works that Loki is trapped in. Oh, right. Okay. Because it's a time loop that we're told, but one where the NPC, you could say, uh, can change their mannerisms and change the words and change their feelings. Yeah, it's very so, interactable. Yeah. Choose your it's, own it's adventure an, torture. <laughs> now, that doesn't make sense unless the goal of the time cell is for someone to actually like learn from it. If it's just to torture someone over and over again with something from their past, then it makes no sense. Right? Why like, would it change? You yeah, can overcome yeah. it. 
Right. There should be no change no matter what Loki does. Like the Lady Sif, which happy she's back. Dude, that was uh, awesome. Her yeah. her appearing. I was like, what? It was so good. I <laughs> love that. But but yeah, if it's just a form of punishment, there should be absolutely no way that anything that the person trapped in there does that could change the, the system, also, change the interactive. Why don't they just kill him right there? Why don't they just prune him right there? Because I, I, th- I think uh, Owen Wilson still wants some more out of him. But like, aren't they planning on taking him upstairs to kill him? Uh, oh no, they're uh, taking him upstairs to kill Sylvia. Sylvie. Sylvia. Uh, right. Well, yeah, he wasn't going to die, so Mobius does, is still holding out hope for him. Okay. Well, no, because because uh, Ravana said that like uh, the timekeeper specifically wanted you to be there when they kill both the variants. Mm. So so Loki and Sylvie were both set to die. Okay. According to Ravana. Yeah, then I don't know. I don't know. You don't quite understand. Something else that doesn't really make sense is uh after Sylvia and Loki defeated all the guards, and I don't know the name of the timekeepers, I should. Um but the well, middle one who it's spoke. Joe, Bob, and Gary. Ted, Bill, and Dan. Uh, so Bill, the middle one, um, Bill and Ted. he said, what you chose the names. I did. Uh, <laughs> I, I, that's three names I chose from something long. Is Dan old the younger that, brother? Uh, it's a reference that you don't get. I promise. Well, you chose uh, Bill and Ted. So no, Ted, Bill and Dan. No, it's not from Bill and Ted. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of from Bill and Ted. <laughs> it's actually not. From Bill. Uh, I don't think his beside, younger brother was named Dan. That seems beside weird. the point entirely. Um, is it though? The, this yes. might be the whole point. Is <laughs> the, the Bill and Ted said the, that's um, Keanu Reeves was in tough. No, <laughs> <laughs> can I just get my point out? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, he tried to reason with Sylvie. He was like, "Hey, like you're a child of the Timekeepers too. Like you wanted to talk. Let's talk." And at that point is when Sylvie chucked the machete through. The timekeeper's head, mm-hmm. um, but why would the timekeeper try and now reason with this being like he's still an omnipotent at the time that we know whatever like should still be an omnipotent being? Right, really showed you showed your cards a little early, you know? Yeah, that doesn't. He's like, oh, whoa, actually, actually, okay, we we can talk now. Like, I know I just said that. Like, I know I just ordered everyone to delete you, like, from existence. But like, we can we can talk now. <laughs> whoa, you're gonna you're gonna fight back against against us killing you. Whoa, I, I didn't know that was gonna happen. That was so right, right. so I wasn't expecting unexpected. That. What a free yeah. thinker you are. <laughs> so unexpected. Like you can see time. <laughs> uh. That's so out of character for you, Loki one and Loki two. <laughs> uh, do you think? Do you think the timekeepers they they see all of time supposedly? Do you think they can see or who, however it works? Clearly, they can see ahead of time because they have what they want to take place. They have that set. Do you think they can see down branches? I don't know, because if they can see down branches and they. Like they don't, they don't want it. Obviously, they don't want it. So they're like, the let, let's. They want to prune these so that like we can get back to the what they not what well, like, happened. Well, what do you mean it, by like they can see down branches? Like they can see what happens in time. They know what's going to happen because they they destined what's going to happen. As far as I'm concerned, 
Never mind. I'm not going to say that. Cause when a the, branch occurs, not, even right. if when a branch occurs, it is pruned because it's not what the timekeepers wanted to have happen. Right. However, can they see down that branch? Can they, like, if they wanted to, could they be like, okay, this branch has occurred, and now somehow Hulk pops through a portal? Sure, or, I think or, so. Or if, Hulk, or if Hulk appeared through a portal, they'd be like, Hulk's here? How, how did that happen? Yeah, I think so to okay. a certain extent. If that's, that, if that's, that's the case. That's why they consider it a branch, I guess. But, like, if it, that's it the case, they should. If that's it, the case, they should know that Sylvie and Loki are going to win their fights, and Sylvie's going to chuck the sword through them. Right. They should see that happening. Even even if we're in a Nexus event, now that we're we are in a branching timeline from the sacred timeline, they should be able to see that if they can see down branches. You know, I'm kind of convinced that assuming this show's just the one season, just the six episodes, uh, I'm kind of convinced that this show's not gonna have that great of an ending. Because um, I feel very similarly that I did about WandaVision, and I thought that ending, while entertaining, was a little weak. Um, and maybe underwhelming in some ways. Uh, even though I think a lot of it was great. Um, weren't there one division rewrites though that we know of, like like major ones? Right, right. They 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 rewrote certain. Yeah, things, I don't. I don't I haven't heard to me about about that of that about Loki. That is, that's a good point to bring up. However, rewrites or not, the my feeling is coming from just an idea that like we've done stuff where two thirds done with this show. And we have no idea who's behind it, which is exactly what happened with WandaVision is we were like, okay, we all know this is happening. Oh, so it's not Wanda. Then who the heck is it? And we were like, I guess it was Agatha Agatha. all along. And we were, but all of us were like, is it just Agatha? Is there more to it? We've been saying for the longest time that like Mephisto is going to show up somehow. Because there's so many Easter eggs for Mephisto. And I still think that she was even if she wasn't working for Mephisto and maybe she was just in it for herself. And in that last scene in WandaVision, she pivots that like, you're going to need me because like, that's why she was trying to steal Wanda's power. She's like, she's like, Hey, I need the Scarlet Witch's power because I'm going to go defeat Mephisto. Um, But she's like, okay, I was defeated, but Hey, I've been a witch for 400 years. I can still help you defeat Mephisto because there is the bigger threat out there. Right. Um, And so like there was this just peripheral knowledge of something else in the show. And like, that's kind of how it ended that like in, in my mind, it felt very much like a part again. I think it's a great character piece and it was done very well, but it's almost like a part one conflict because it's like completely setting up for, Hey, you're going to need me for this bigger thing that is coming. And also I'm not your real enemy. There's something bigger out there. And that's kind of the way Loki feels is that like, okay, the TVA are doing all these things. Oh, look at that. The TVA agents, the Minutemen aren't your real enemy because they're just variants. Oh, look, the timekeepers aren't your real enemy because they're just robots. So who's your real enemy? (laughs) The curtain, like the curtain's gonna step aside. The next episode is gonna start, and it's gonna be Sylvie standing there. She's gonna be threatening uh, Ravana to tell her everything, and you're gonna see a figure step out beside one of the thrones, and it's like an off-color Thanos. It's like Thanos's like stepbrother or something. He's gray. Yeah. Uh, He's lime green. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, and like, 
don't misconstrue what I'm saying because I think the Wizard of Oz does it very well. But let's remember the man behind the curtain isn't the villain in the Wizard of Oz. Let's remember that. And the stuff that he says after revealing this stuff is very useful. Right. He does resolve the story. By giving them nothing. Um, right. But, you know, they needed to be told that from an external That's figure, apparently. Fair. They need validation. Yep. Uh, which, sure, we sometimes all need. <laughs> That's what the Wizard of Oz is really about. Just the need for validation. <laughs> uh, oh, how it predicts the future. <laughs> predicts the whole internet. Yep. Uh, but, which is the ultimate man behind the curtain. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's just like, I, I just have this negative feeling. I really want it to end well. I think, I think it's super interesting. I think what they've done so far has been like, awesome. I love hearing people talk about this show because everybody's got crazy thoughts going on about it. But at the same time, I can't help with it. Feeling is like, wh what the heck is the ending of the story? <laughs> like, like, sure. Okay. The multiverse exists. That's the ending of the story. But like, that doesn't tell me who, the, who, the timekeepers are who the TBA is like what, who, who has this cosmic power, who bestowed this to this organization. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and that, that's my big question that like, I don't know if we have any hints to other than like, yeah, I throw around like, Hey, it's Casey because Casey has been a character that's been around the show. But at the same time, like, even if it is Casey, it, that means that Casey isn't just Casey. He's a beyonder or something. So I just, I wanted to see if there were any articles or any, any people like I could find any theories about Casey being a child of TVA, just like from a quick mm -hmm. Google search, 10 seconds. Uh, I can't find anything. No, no, major an original thought, uh, which it might be. <laughs> However, I did find something. This is not related to Marvel at all, but there is an organization called TVA, which names a Casey Scoggins engineer of the year. Well, that's probably the Tennessee Valley Authority. Maybe, so. but I just, <laughs> I just think that's very funny that like I'm trying to find Marvel. There's like, a Casey. Oh my, confirmed. Right. No. <laughs> uh, if it had said Clerk of the Year, I'd, <laughs> I'd inventory lose manager of the year. Right. No. Um, but it does seem like <laughs> timekeeper of the year. No. <laughs> <laughs> if that does turn out to be the case, if it is Casey after all, uh, then I think that's relatively uh, not thought of. Not thought of. Um, yeah. But I mean, you do bring up a good point. This is very similar to WandaVision, how I think until like episode seven or eight, we didn't know like what was. Yeah, the Agatha reveals in episode eight. I think at it the is, end, right? it's the end yeah. of episode eight. So like, yeah. I don't is... think that idea was was a, a smart choice in my opinion. You, you don't let your hero interact with your villain enough in a hero-villain dynamic. Now, see, the thing is like, I think I just rewatched Iron Man one uh, this past uh, week because you know why not? Great movie. Um, oh yeah, and I like, just watched Avengers Avengers Age of Ultron last week. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I don't know. what? You're, you're you're joking around, but <laughs> uh, it, was, it was a pretty good movie again. Yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, but so going back to watch Iron Man one, like yes. Tony and Obadiah don't really interact as hero and villain until the very end. But, but we, there we know, are but a lot even of even without things. the hero and villain aspect, they do have a, a power dynamic between them. Like 
Obadiah's try like e- even though it's not on a hero and villain scale, Obadiah is very like uh, possessive, very very yeah. much like controlling of of Tony. And we Tony actually and we do get those villain scenes even when he's not interacting with Tony. He he interacts with Raza. He's trying to commission his own arc reactor technology suit, um, and so like oh, we man. get all those villain scenes even though our hero doesn't see him yet but then you get like that line that's like hey i'm the one that filed the injunction against you but don't worry it was to protect you and you're like <laughs> uh, and it's like oh maybe that was sweet of you i don't know <laughs> thanks for looking out but maybe next time just let me handle it <laughs> like all right um and so like so like there are those things set up throughout the whole things rather than just at the end going it was Agatha all along it was Casey all along this person was responsible for it right like you you like, expect and you want to have more interactions even if they're very like subversive or or not immediately like like from a first view like hey there's a villain it. like you can have the betrayal arc but yeah that's fair. I don't know I just it's like the, the the villains are Deus Ex Machina, you know, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. Um, right. They flipped it. it we're going to need a new term for it. It's what, whatever is like is Latin for like, an, is anti just Latin? Uh, I believe so, yes. So the anti Deus Ex Machina, where instead of like, the, the day is saved uh, by some like random event. The, so you, the, you, villain, you the villain appears and ruins everything by some random event. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, yeah. I don't know if that would be anti uh, Deus Ex Machina. Because it's like, why does Agatha reveal herself at the in episode eight? Why can't she just keep going? Right. What, what What's her motivation to reveal herself? I guess she... She's finally ready to control Wanda at that point and take her powers. But then why educate her? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we've got two episodes. We were told, so no, we were told. Um oh, I guess Tom she Hiddleston also didn't. <sighs> Does WandaVision not make sense at all? Because wasn't she shocked that Wanda was the Scarlet Witch? She just thought she was a witch initially, right? Right, and then the fact that she could do spells without knowing how they actually worked. The fact that she could do this yeah. such such enhanced magic, such as like um, right. wiping the minds and controlling like an entire town without knowing how like runes and so she was Agatha was trying to, I guess, just understand what she was at first, and then she's like, "Oh, you're the Scarlet Witch. Do you know what? I should just kill you now because that'll make life easier for me down the road." <laughs> I guess that's that's the arc. <laughs> oh, and uh, if I'm getting my uh, grammar correct, uh, if you're trying to do like villain for machine, Deus Ex Machina, I think, or machine, yeah. whatever, however it is, it'd probably be Force Affair Ex Machina. Which I what is Force Affair? What does Deus mean? Deus means God. Deus. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Force Ex Machina. That that that's first first affair first first affair sorry, uh, first affair, ex machina. That's the yeah. new phrase that we will be using, if I remember it. <laughs> it's a good one. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
What do you want to talk about? <laughs> uh, well, we've covered a lot of the, the, the big things. Um, what I was going to say is that Tom Hiddleston said in an interview that like, uh, you thought episode three was crazy. Episodes four and five are like completely like, if if you thought mm-hmm. three was eleven, episodes four and five are like. Oh, <laughs> well, I didn't think three was. Well, I don't know, but, but um, that, I, I'm coming up with with that. But he says, I guess that one line of dialogue in three that says that all the time, all the Minutemen are variants. I guess that's the eleven. But right, right. <laughs> uh, but the four and five would be crazy, and four was pretty pretty out there. Four was pretty out there, and I was into uh, it. And so apparently that's going to be continue with episode five. That it's just going to be another episode. That's no, I don't yeah. know if that's. I have a feeling it's going to be on the same level as four. It's not going to be like four was crazy. Five's even more. Right, right, right. Um, but I, we should expect another very revealing, very how does this make sense episode? Yeah, I'm nervous about this episode. This next episode. So Mobius gets pruned, dies. Loki gets pruned, he dies. Number four. And then we get our first in credit scene of the series, you know, on episode four. I mean, that kind of how we got WandaVision, right? We right, it was episode seven, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and, and then he wakes up to Alligator Loki, Kid Loki, Thor Loki. Kid Loki showed up. <laughs> Kid Loki showed up. I, I don't know what... I don't, I don't want yeah. to just call him Black Loki because I feel well, like there I could mean, be well, other he, Black he, Lokis. Like, he is wielding a version, like a steampunk right. version of, of Mjolnir. Yeah, steampunk Thor Loki. That's a good one. Because <laughs> um, I like to think there's more than one Black Loki, right? <laughs> like Probably. It'd be weird if there was just one. That that would feel token Loki. <laughs> that would um, token Loki. Uh, and then um, Alligator Loki, which might be my favorite, and I really hope that's like the Pet Avengers. <laughs> Uh oh man, I didn't think of that. Do you think he comes from a, a Spider Ham's world or something? Well, that I guess I that's sure more, that's more cartoons, but yeah, yeah than just but like animals. um the the rocket <laughs> rocket raccoons like world like <laughs> that level of stuff. Um, yeah. like and then what was the other one? We get old man Loki, which is yes. and he's dressed in the it's original classic. classic comic book costume. Which they gave to us, much like they gave to us the WandaVision costumes and everyone else in that show. And I thought that was awesome. With the moment I saw him, I had to rewatch the scene to see who else was in it. <laughs> because I was only watching him when I saw the green and yellow. Why why was he a variant? You know, because he's old. <laughs> they, you know, Odin adopted Loki at the age of forty. Or or <laughs> 40 4, yeah right <laughs> on the on the tail end of his lifespan i don't know man <laughs> in theory all the lokis could look the same because they're all shape changers so why do any why do any of them do what they do <laughs> i do like that we got kid loki though even if it's it might be yeah. important he i mean it'll probably be important for episode five but like for the the far-reaching aspect of the story maybe not as important as you know female lady loki was slash enchanter mm-hmm. slash sylvie Yep. Uh, but I am glad that we got both because uh, we had both talked about that, saying like we're probably going to get one or the other. Um, wh- Can we get a Loki that's just like cool with walking around in his frost giant skin? Can we get that version of Loki? You know, the, the one that says be yourself. That seems like a very motivational Loki. Right. 
Uh, why? What do you think? First off, where slash when do you think this um, end credit scene takes place? I have a theory. Uh, my theory is that it takes place at an apocalypse. <laughs> oh, it's your theory all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Our believe, theory. Communism. I believe someone told you this theory. <laughs> you might have. I don't remember, dude. My my mind is completely broken. I have the messages. Um, <laughs> I'm just. Uh, but it, I I think, and you can. Well, I agree with this. you. Of course, I agree with okay, you. Okay, fine. Using... You want to talk about it? <laughs> No, you, you probably can expound on this much further than I can. It's fine. Go ahead. Tell me about my theory. <laughs> uh, so this is likely Josh's theory. I'm not quite sure if it is. It might be. I don't. I'm not quite sure yet. Uh, I'm on the. Must fence. be nice having selective memory. <laughs> <laughs> you try learning 250 parasites, man. And everything. Well, I know. Them. Well, one, it's you right there now, you stealing my theories. Hey, that's, <laughs> that's the one. Um, but if they are in a a apocalypse, uh, that would kind of make sense. That like, what all the variants are all set to the same apocalypse, and because the T the TVA can send people wherever they want, like it, they can keep sending them all. So there's probably a lot more Loki's here than just right. the four that we see. Um. <sighs> Is this just like some? It's New York. It's ruins. definitely New York. We see Avengers Tower. Is this just collapse. like uh, the Battle of New York gone crazy? It's different New York after the Category Eight hurricane. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. Uh, the Category Eight hurricane didn't stop when it hit Haven Hills. It kept going. <laughs> right, you know, like a hurricane does. Well, would you like to continue next? I'm sure you have many more thoughts uh, past what I just said. Uh, yeah, I mean, to, to, I guess to elaborate on it, the idea is that like the TVA just, the, the TVA, like they maybe think they're killing people, but maybe it's not necessarily within their power or they don't want to like, you know, it, it's weird talking about it now. Cause we don't know who's in charge anymore, which again, I don't know if we ever did suspect that timekeepers were actually just the timekeepers, but no, we never did. Um, but before we had a word for it, now it feels not justified. Um, but I'm still going to refer to it as the timekeepers just to make things simple. Uh, that the timekeepers basically like <laughs> they, they wanted the TVA agents to like think they were killing people, but I guess they didn't want them to like shoot them in the head kind of thing. Maybe they're not allowed to. And so... Right, because like there's some part of their code that's like they're brainwashed, so they shouldn't actually be able to kill people <laughs> directly. Which you know, I guess that's a nice thought. Um, they can't be made to do something they wouldn't do normally, <laughs> but they can banish people. They banish variants, the ones they don't recruit. You know, like all the Thanoses, right. and they there's banish a lot of Thanoses on some planet in some apocalypse. <laughs> And they banish them to some apocalypse. And the reason you do that is because then the apocalypse comes and actually just does your work for you and kills them all. Because as long as there's still no survivors, then there's no variance energy. There, there's no nexus event. You can do whatever you want in the apocalypse. That's what we learned these past few episodes. And so it feels like it's cohesive in the story for that to be the case. That being said, uh someone made a good point to me that like 
Sylvie traveled to like thousands of apocalypses. Okay, so this Did is the she part that never. Was I'm not. I'm not Yours. suggesting her to come across this particular apocalypse because there's there's billions, trillions of apocalypses, an infinite number, especially when you're considering, you know, someone not going. <laughs> well, I guess that's not an apocalypse, but because um, not all Nexus events are apocalypse. No, but um, yeah, but just like the, all the twelve times that Pompeii could have erupted, <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, so it goes to thousand of them, but like you'd think that she would have come across maybe not necessarily like the 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 Loki variant apocalypse death, but a variant apocalypse where there's a bunch of where there's the a bunch of someone record. right. Uh, uh, ready to die in an apocalypse. We know that, like Sylvie, should have this have should this should have happened to her because we know that she ran from apocalypse to apocalypse. That's how she grew up, right? And so, and like, she's that's the one problem with the theory. Unless you just assume that there really are like millions and billions and trillions of theory of apocalypses, which I guess there should be because there, there should be there should technically be an infinite number because technically just Ragnarok for instance could happen an infinite number of times before it's supposed to, or in a different way than it's supposed to. Like you could have any difference, right? Cause it's, well, no, there it is a one. multiverse. It would just be one though. Only one of them is part of the sacred timeline, but there's a lot of, Oh, I guess I see. What because saying. they, because if they snipped it and they got rid of it, there's literally only one, Ragnarok. Good point. So there might be there, like on the backside of Asgard, there might be a bunch of the same person just sitting there. (laughs) You Uh, know how it's like a plate. There's the underside. (laughs) The underside. Uh, There, there might be a bunch of that. But yeah, there should only be one of each apocalypse, uh, considering everything else. That's a good point because they trimmed the rest away. All right. Yeah. Uh, So, so yeah. So she probably should have run into someone eventually. In her own words, it's uh, she like grew up uh, at the ends of a thousand worlds. Right. So like, she ran from apocalypse to apocalypse. She should she should have seen this at least once. Maybe she didn't recognize it, but like you'd think if you see like seventeen of the same people or maybe more than that. Right. That would poke an eye out. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Which I guess brings up the biggest question and honestly the most important question to the whole show. So Mobius gets pruned. He wakes up on some world, and a bunch of Mobiuses introduce themselves to him, and they go. All wow. right, welcome to this world, and uh, here's your free jet ski. Uh- <laughs> Do you think if 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 he, he wakes up and he goes, "Oh wow, oh wow," <laughs> they all together, <laughs> oh wow, and wow, they wow, as wow. a collective Mobii uh, say "Wow" more than Owen Wilson has ever said "Wow" before. Oh gosh, just straight up double it. It doubles it. So all the, uh, all the compilations are like, oh, he said wow. But then he's only times. being paid half as well for his wows. That is true. It would it would cut down on how much he's um, being paid. I for actually his wows. read an article that said he was supposed to say wow in episode one, but it was cut. Interesting. Um, so that, that, that kind that. of leads me to believe that maybe he doesn't say it at all in the show, or maybe they just didn't want it to happen twice. Mm. Um, they didn't want to lean too far into the, yeah, the wow. Yeah, yeah, which I could respect. <laughs> Let's leave it at one. Let's be just honest. just one is fine. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, he he's waking up on Mobius World, hopefully, because I want him to come back. And then, uh, Loki on Loki World. Yeah, I don't know what the apocalypse could be. 
I have I have a I have a theory about how Mobius is gonna like where he'll be with or where his character will be or when, where where physically he'll be when the show concludes. Okay, yeah. I think that Loki is going to open up a time door and like either push him push Mobius through or something without a tempad so he's stuck and it's gonna be the nineteen nineties on Earth. Oh, he's just gonna trap him on Earth. Like, like in a place where he could thrive. <laughs> it's not necessarily trapping. It's more like, like, hey, you were taken from this. You, this is what you love. I'm just gonna. Yeah, but there will be two of you there. Fair warning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, if if uh, if Captain <laughs> Steve Rogers can do it. All right, Loki goes to the 1990s, kills Mobius, and then sends this Mobius to take his place. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> You know, being the hero in the darkest of ways. <laughs> <laughs> Something I brought up uh, uh, to you. I mean, with others. the with the reestablishment of the multiverse, like all the Mobiuses can just exist fair together fair. until the multiverse eats itself, according to the timekeepers. And they have a they have a jet ski like con every single year where they all just yeah. meet up and all the yeah. Mobiuses meet. Yeah, they they all have their tempads. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's the up. other thing that's kind of crazy, right? Good. Is that TVA are all variants, but we've never seen an instance of a variant of like two of the same variant. Which they like, could have just passed off as twins. Like that, that, that wouldn't have been. Right. And even, yeah, it would have been easy. Interesting. We've never actually seen the same C, C, uh, C15. It's a different one every single time. Even B15? B fifteen, yeah. yeah, that one. C twenty B fifteen, that'd be funny. Uh, or or Casey, that's like three times we've seen him. It's just like they're all brothers. It's Patton Oswalt. <laughs> Patton Oswalt. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh uh, wow. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I am really excited to see where this next episode goes uh, because this one was fantastic. And if Tom Hiddleston's word is anything to go by, uh, the next one should be equally as good equally as interesting i do really trust tom hiddleston's word about this because like everyone who has been uh, worked on the show and talked about tom hiddleston everyone's like tom hiddleston is just an encyclopedia of marvel knowledge and especially loki knowledge he is um and like he's like teaching everyone else on set like why things matter um throughout i mean throughout the years like throughout interviews for everything marvel like he anytime someone like like anytime an interviewer plays a game with like three of them or whatever yeah. loki knows or loki tom hiddleston knows way more knowledge about loki the character or just the mcu in general like other right. people's characters and so like i definitely trust his word that being said if like this was anyone else's word being like oh you thought episode three was like super good and crazy then episode four and five are going to be even better and crazier and then we have this in credit scene. I feel like it's one of those things that they're like, oh, it's this episode's going to be super crazy. It's going to blow everyone's mind. And then it's just the gimmick of 20 different versions of the same character. And like, well, that doesn't really blow my mind. It's a fun idea to play around with for, I don't know, 10 minutes. Right. But, <laughs> but I don't want an hour of this thing. Like, <laughs> this, this should not have been like the, like, the big surprise. The like, big let's show. have things happening in addition to, uh, to them being 20 different Lokis or whatever. Um, I just don't want the thing to be, there are 20 different Lokis. Like let's have, they're doing this and the people who are doing them are 20 different Lokis. Um, Fair. 
Yeah, like let, let's go do a heist, but it's twenty different Lokis. I <laughs> just want to get a date for when the rocks cart disaster was. Oh, I misunderstood what you were saying initially. Nope. I was like, you want a date for 2050? Oh. <laughs> I was like, really planning ahead. Yeah. Um, I don't quite, plan quite the pessimism. Ahead, right. <laughs> right, right, right. Waiting around for Still another... hoping to be single in 30 years. Okay. Years. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> good, good luck. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you can ask around. I'm sure that'll be fairly non-committal for a lot of people. <laughs> um, yeah, I have no idea. It was 2050, you know. Uh, that's yep so that's a year i think in 2050 yeah so we're good yeah um i'm trying to think if i have any last thoughts okay something else uh and this is just another minor thing i really hope we find another sheet of paper that has some other like class apocalypse on it i just want to see how broken that scale is i want to see like this is going to be a class four apocalypse and it's going to be like galactus showing up or something i don't know like <laughs> multiple <laughs> multiple interplanetary bodies destroyed or like a galaxies i don't know it just i mean crazy am, cause... The, the one i am really hoping to see i am definitely hoping we see at least one more but not necessarily for those for for, for uh d documentation purposes yeah um the one i'm really hoping to see is i hope we see like i don't know the destruction of the tva or the dissolving of the sacred timeline into the multiverse or whatever just something to that effect i want to see that printed on paper kind of thing um, if it's not someone at a computer doing it the computer does it it's like prints the sheet and everyone's like oh god what's going on oh before have oh that'd be awesome like as it happens no it, <laughs> it definitely is after because they, like, they talk about reference numbers and, and whatnot. it's definitely like filing so yeah happen, but yeah so i so i really hope that like that's the last that's that's the end of the show or something like that's that prince is like, like the the credits roll everything done there's an end credit scene and it's just like a and hand. like we don't, we and don't then know who it like is under, a hand puts a sheet of paper on a table <laughs> yeah and under where it says like uh casualties or whatever uh it's a negative number or something mm. um, it's, it's like this super huge number that's just like unfathomable <laughs> it's like 20 digits or something <laughs> uh, or it just keeps going and the number of because it runs off the page universe. yeah it just like keeps going and casualties and it's just doo -doo 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 -doo. it's just pi but if there wasn't a decimal point <laughs> where are they getting all the paper to print out every single word you've ever said time trees I don't. I. I. I, I, I thought they that must was have fairly obvious. Massive time one. forests and and um, a lot of the, the time uh, lumbering division of, of the TVA is is <laughs> very large. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they stole it all, I guess. I mean, they stole the pens. So they did steal the pens. Um. Ugh. Yeah, I guess they stole all the paper. That's why there's <laughs> the TVA are destroying our forests. <laughs> they're criminals. They're they're a menace. They're a menace. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I have anything else uh, from this episode to talk about. We kind of covered it all. Actually, no, that's a lie. Uh, when Mobius mentioned that the TVA had dealt with vampires, I think that's like the first time, mm -hmm. other than uh, as one of 
our friends pointed out that uh, Korg mentioned vampires briefly. Yeah, I had uh, completely forgotten about that as well. I um, think that this is the first time that, aside from someone mentioning vampires, like just as a as a one off thing. Yeah, this might be the first confirmation that vampires exist within the sacred timeline of the MCU. Right, that's true. Because the way Korg says it is like, or like a creepy vampire, right? It's it's something like that. Um, which is very much in a reference to what we do in the shadows. Right, definitely could be that. But then there's also vampires in the Marvel universe, so they are. Uh, well, they're confirmed now. Double, um, double stuff. Um, right. But yeah, the the fact that the way Mobius words it though is that like we have apprehended vampires is like past tense, like they confirmed vampires exist. They have interacted with other characters, <laughs> like yep other people uh yeah setting up for blade huh yeah which uh keeps getting kicked down the road i'm pretty sure so i don't know when that thing's happening well it's gonna give a lot of that just gives more time for vampires to like creep through the mcu like there'll be like uh they're hiding out amongst us and they'll all appear and it'll be like (laughs) what one of the heroes will show up with two bite marks on their neck but it won't manifest into anything for (laughs) three years Uh, (laughs) oh um (laughs) <laughs> yeah i don't know uh but yeah Turns i'm pretty Ling has been a vampire all along <laughs> i'm pretty sure outside of, like the obvious sequels that we'll be getting uh blade is like the furthest out project that has been confirmed as okay. far as when it will be released i don't think there we know anything that's after blade <laughs> <laughs> there will be before blade and after blade <laughs> um that's the delineation. That's where we. Yeah, that's it's not. It's not in game. It's Blade. Yep. Uh. Yeah. Years from now, we're gonna be talking about the pre-Blade and the post-Blade MCU. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not, because I feel like that points to Blade being like really bad. Real bad. <laughs> Real bad. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, that's my final thought. The vampires. Yeah. It was vampires uh, all along. No, I mean it's cool that they mentioned it. I uh, mean if if and when Marbius folds into the mix. Um, but uh, thought, do you want to, did you have any thoughts since I talked about the Shang-Chi trailer on Wednesday and you didn't get a chance to, and you probably okay. won't get a chance to this Wednesday either or I the next won't. Wednesday or the, the Wednesday after that. And then we'll have seen Shang-Chi, but you won't even be part of that review. And so <laughs> uh, do I have any thoughts on the Shang-Chi trailer? Actually, you probably will. I think Shang-Chi is coming out during your break. So, uh, it when is it scheduled to release? I think it's August. Uh, go ahead and keep talking. Pretty, pretty excited about it, actually. Um, I am kind of September upset 3rd. to see as many flashbacks as it looks like we're gonna get. We're gonna get his entire life growing up. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I, I think I learned it from you to not like flashbacks, but having but now that you have like awakened my mind to that anytime i see flashbacks in other media or other things i'm not a big fan of it i, I want to have like the present story that i'm invested in yeah and while it's good to have like more knowledge about the characters sometimes it drags and oftentimes right. it drags it's like um it, it is the thing of okay yes it is better to show don't tell but if you could have told it in one sentence maybe just tell it in one sentence <laughs> you know, um, like but other than that, uh, the fights look incredible. Um, 
I'm really interested to see. I, I mean, he's probably he's more than likely going to end up at the end of the movie with the Ten Rings. That's why his that's why his uniform sleeve is like up here, so that he has enough room to have all the five rings on each side. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for it. I don't know if there is a if there has ever been an official like canon MCU thing that I've not been excited for. Yeah, uh, just just to varying degrees, some more than others. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I'm definitely excited to see it. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm kind of with you that I feel like he's gonna have the rings by the end, but I really don't want him to. No, I think it's 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 like a power creep. Too much, too much, too yeah, fast. Yeah, I, I think Shang Chi is one of the cool characters that is a little bit lower on the totem pole, and that's kind of what makes him cool. Um, but yeah, I kind of feel that way too that he's gonna have the ten rings by the end. I'm, I mean, like best case scenario is like they destroy the ten rings. Like that's best case scenario, I probably. Feel like. um, but realistically, yeah, he's wielding them, which. On one hand, it is cool because he'll be like the only hero with like that kind of like weapon, <laughs> right? Like that's kind of weird. Um, yeah, I'm not quite sure. Right next like, to our other heroes, and he's got these <laughs> these armbands, flying energy armbands. Yeah, I mean him, him with the bands if he keeps them, which I think he probably will, uh, and joining the Avengers at some point or joining the other superheroes is kind of akin to what we used what we said several years ago about spider-man going to space <laughs> right doesn't doesn't really like it, it's he's a friendly neighborhood spider-man and if he without a, a neighborhood he can't be friendly um i don't know i i, I think <laughs> that he will likely end up at the end of the movie with them yeah but i think you bring up a good point that it'd kind of be better if, i hadn't even thought about them being destroyed um, but maybe, I don't know. I wonder if there's going to be an explanation for why the actual insignias within the Ten Rings are changed from when we saw them in Iron Man. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm hoping that they do give an explanation and when Wu's just like, oh yeah, I recruited Raza and, or like I played around in the Middle East for some time uh within like gold in the gomira region and we're all like oh uh, and like i guess those characters are just like a translation of characters or something right right um but uh, and like that. that yeah that's a good enough explanation without going into two again i don't i don't need much not, i don't need it to like <laughs> yeah i don't need it to be this crazy in-depth like whatever just acknowledge but it we have seen the ten rings before on a flag and we have seen the symbols inside them so it would be nice to there be some recognition uh, or explanation other than like nope never never happened yeah you think they're gonna go back and edit it. iron man one to change the yeah i'm also curious because like the mandarin i'm pretty sure is like kind of immortal mm-hmm. and He's so immortal. like i hope they really go into that like that that's why i'm a little bit okay with the flashbacks in this movie even the ones that are about shang chi but like i'm more interested in the wen wu flashbacks if we see what if see we see flashbacks about... of him like hundreds of years ago right I'd be down for that. To me, that's like that's powerful stuff. Like, I think that's different from uh, seeing uh, Shang Chi as like an eight year old kid being beaten yeah. by his dad. Right. Exactly. Um, but and then the final shot of the trailer, if you stuck to the end after the title screen, is a creature in a cage fight. Uh huh. Do you know? Do Do you know who that creature is? So it's I been confirmed. It's okay, been cool. confirmed. 
It's Obama. So, so Kevin Feige said this. Okay, Kevin that was Feige the only thing this. I could think of. That's the a only thing I could think of. A lot of people are saying it's abomination. It looks a lot like abomination fighting Wong. Well, that's because it is. <laughs> that's awesome. Because the only thing um, I could think of would, would be abomination. But if I had said that and it was just some other creature that I'm just like, like how could you be this I, stupid? They changed the design a little bit. He they looks, definitely did. He, he has fits behind his ears. Yeah, and then like hit, which is more comic book accurate. Okay, cool. Um, I I think they just made him look a lot more comic book accurate, but I think the one that was Incredible Hulk looked a lot scarier. <laughs> a lot looked a lot less like the creature from the Black Lagoon kind of thing, which is what this one looks like. And it the does, comic it definitely book one looks, looks like, like a fish creature. Uh, whereas um, the other one was just like the bones were like super uh, exoskeleton kind of level, and right, right. Um, man and he was like brown or gray or whatever and just i don't know he was cool but wasn't he supposed to be on the raft i don't know if it was the raft specifically but he was imprisoned rikers island i don't i don't care where yeah he he was in containment uh definitely so yeah so how did he get out of containment why is wong in this gladiatorial tournament mortal kombat style uh <laughs> and then additionally uh i forgot my last thing that's it why is wong there what's he doing there i didn't even know that was Wong. is this what wong just... does on his free time he goes cage fighting <laughs> everyone's gotta have a hobby do you think like <laughs> steven's in the audience and he or, or like when he's walking him in steven's the one in front <laughs> he's he's walking in front hyping him up wong's got the hoodie on. <laughs> it's very much harry potter like uh like curses under the breath like trying to <laughs> help out his buddy oh yeah yeah dr strange is just ca- casting stuff on abomination in the meantime yeah. um but yeah he actually put the fins on him to make him look ugly got him a permanent alteration take that emil blonsky (laughs) (laughs) uh i remember the other thing i was gonna say that i brought up wednesday and i'm curious if you agree with me since that this was about our first episode ever spoiling the hype talking about movie trailers yep um Especially since I was talking about Fast and Furious 9, which again, I liked the movie, but I felt like there were like six shocking things in the movie and maybe five or even all six were shown in the trailers. Oh, okay. Like explicitly. No, no guessing. Nice. <laughs> they were shown. Um, Do you think that's happening with Shang-Chi? Not necessarily, but with regards to this specific moment, Wong fighting abomination. I feel like that was just like an easy win to have like at the movie. And the only reason you release this going back to captain Marvel is if like you have some fear that people don't have interest in the character, which I mean, maybe that's true. I mean, Shang-Chi is a, like I said, lesser on the totem pole, but like, I think at this point they got to have faith in their, their IP, you know? And then like, at this point, even if they don't have like a good opening box office, that's going to be the talk of the town, man. Like, oh my gosh, Abomination was fighting Wong in, in, in Shang-Chi. And then right. everyone goes, what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> right. And like, I, I feel like that's just such like an easy win. So why reveal it in the trailer? Granted, 
we're talking about it now, which I guess is great. And it maybe will attract more people to go to see it in theaters. But it's just like, I don't know. I, I want some things to be reserved for for the theater. Uh, Shang-Chi release date is September 3rd. Yeah. That's like one of the things I like about the the TV shows is that they, they don't do, even though they do like more promotional material, they're like more meaningless promotional material. You know, it's it's a lot of meaningless moments in the in the promo stuff. Granted, I haven't been watching it very well, but <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I don't um, know. I was just like, I feel like you should have left that one out. It, it does seem like seem like something that would definitely be uh, a major I, crowd pleaser. I feel robbed. Like I could have <laughs> had that moment on the big screen, that just pure shock rather than seeing it on my monitor where I go, was that, is it? And then I type into Google immediately after it was it. And it was um, like, yeah, I just, I don't know. That's my opinion about those things and keeps happening. But um, yep. All right. We're going to go ahead and wrap up the show here. Uh, you'll be here tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, should be assuming as long as I have power. <laughs> you have power uh assuming ilsa from frozen doesn't do anything to you listen i'm just happy that it's not currently a frozen wonderland outside i don't know the state of the weather outside will I it be frozen it's uh, like no, 100 degrees be, <laughs> it will likely be uh several inches of water cool you can go swimming on the street i, I get to see like centipedes just surfing <laughs> uh so that's the show here is mondo thanks for joining us uh before i totally sign off and forget uh tomorrow noon eastern time uh bad batch episode 10 tune in for that if you join us on twitch you can join the conversation share your thoughts and theories about the episode which i always encourage people to do and no one ever does just kidding sometimes people do but uh and then wednesday is a fun one because it's one of my most anticipated movies of the year and I've already watched it. I enjoyed it. Uh, that's the tomorrow war. Um, it's on Amazon for free. Go watch it. Um, about aliens, fun stuff. Uh, and then I think also boss baby two comes out the probably yesterday. Uh, if it did come out, uh, it did. Okay, yeah, then I'm probably going to try and go to the theaters and see that as well. Do kind of a double double feature review for Wednesday if I get around to it, uh, which I imagine I will. It's a three-day weekend, so come on. Come on, You Josh. get a weekend? <laughs> Sometimes. Um, so, yeah, so that's next Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern time, Tomorrow War, Boss Baby 2, and then this past week's movie news. Also... Uh, and that's where I talk about like fun things, you know, past week's movie news. It could involve, I don't know, the Shang-Chi trailer, which I already talked about last Wednesday, so I won't be talking about it again unless you bring it up. Not you, Ian, but them. Um, if you bring it up, I'll just ignore you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then again, every Friday for the next two Fridays, Loki reviews next week will be episode five uh 6 p.m eastern time remember we were talking about spiders earlier today i think i see one um <laughs> uh 6, 6 p.m eastern time friday loki episode five join us for that 
otherwise just listen to us wherever you want to listen to us and you know that's fun too i'm joshua troop this is unanimous indecision we'll catch you next time <laughs>